T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We do welcome you into the program. If you have been with us today, really, we're just taking the extra inning show and extending it into Sports Open Line. We are continuing to look back at what was a 6-3 loss for the Cardinals today as uh, they lose to the Phillies and lose game one of a best-of-three series. If you want to join us, we are here to talk through everything you might want to talk through when it comes through this game today. Call us, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call, that's how you text, or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We are taking you till 8 o'clock tonight, so we have plenty of time for you to get your frustrations uh, shared with the entire world that is listening with us right now. Uh, we will jump right in. We've had some callers uh, that uh, hung tight from uh, the extra inning show into Sports Open Line, so don't want to make those folks uh, wait any longer. So let's go to Dan, who has been patiently holding. Hey, Dan, you're on Sports Open Line. Hi, thanks for uh, taking my call. <clears throat> you know, obviously a rough day, day today. Um, I, you know, I, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with some of the comments uh, that you made before the break. I, I agree with what the caller Randy said. I put this squarely on Marmol and the uh, coaching staff. Uh, you have your closer going two innings, which is always a risk. Coming back off of injury, the fact that you didn't have the bullpen going or someone ready uh, if needed during the playoffs. It's not a Tuesday night against Pittsburgh. Um, I think it's just surprising at minimum. I think the eye test, you could tell that he didn't have control. There was something going on. It wasn't like they were walks that were around the strike zone. He was obviously in trouble. And for the staff to not go out there, you know, yeah, you talk about Helsley, you know, maybe needing to maybe tell them if he isn't feeling well. The fact that they didn't go out there and talk to him and try to find out what was going on, I think, is again on them. And I think the call to go to Palante was bad. Um, yeah, putting the infielders in was bad. I, I think there were so many mistakes by the coaching staff that they own this loss. All right, Dan, I appreciate the call, and I understand where you're coming from. I didn't like Palante in that moment. I'll, I, that, that part I'll agree with. I, I did not like Palante in that moment. And part of me was, was – so I think it was Flaherty who was up at that time as well. Maybe they're thinking what I was thinking, that if – you know, you're in a spot now where 
you might need Flaherty to be your ninth inning guy tomorrow. So that's why they went with Palante. But if that's the case, why is Flaherty up anyways? And who else are you going to use? Like, there's a bunch of guys in the bullpen. And you made some tough decisions. You, you made the decision not to have Chris Stratton on this roster because of the other guys that you end up believing in. And you've got some you got starters that are on there as well you got a bunch of pitchers who are who are on this roster who you could have used uh, in that moment i look if we if we want to do the whole where did the where did the first domino get pushed down so let's let's play this game for a second um let's say they allow Quintana to go a full 6 and again i i had no problem with them pulling Quintana when they did. I did not have a problem with that. Um, I I wouldn't have had a problem. Like, it's one of those things that I have zero opinion on. I know it's my job to have an opinion, but I, I, I didn't care. I, I didn't care if they went to, if they pulled Quintana at five and a third. I didn't care if they pulled him at five and two thirds. I didn't care if they let him go six. He gave you five scoreless innings. Anything you got beyond that was bonus. Uh, when they looked at what uh, was coming up, for the Phillies, they made the decision to go to Jordan Hicks, and it worked out in that moment, and you kept it a scoreless game, and it stayed scoreless until the 7th when you take the 2 nothing lead. So I, I want to be very clear before I say what I'm about to say, that I have no problem with Jose Quintana being pulled with one out in the 6th inning. However, if you don't, and if you've got a ton of confidence in Jordan Hicks, well, then all of a sudden... You can use Hicks in the seventh, Gallegos in the eighth, and Helsley in the ninth. But now let's rewind down that. This is where we start going down, and this is why I love baseball, because we can get into so many kind of intricate things. So our caller just now, I think it was Dan who called us. Dan did not like Ryan Helsley being back in there after an, an injury. And, like, yeah, okay. So he didn't like that. Well, Jordan Hicks has one outing since coming back off the injured list. Like, I don't think there's a whole lot of difference when you're looking at the guys. I guess the only major difference would be is that Hicks went through the, the rehab process uh, and, and got that one, one appearance. But if I, I can promise you this, if Hicks gives it up, we're getting phone calls. We are getting phone calls from people saying, how could you use Hicks in that moment? How could he be the guy in that moment when he's just fresh off the injured list? Like that is the complaint in that moment. So it it is a cousin of the complaint that you don't like using Ryan Helsley in the ninth because he's coming off injury. I I, I don't know where the blame lands here, and Dan might have been right. Maybe maybe our caller Dan was right that it's on the manager Marmel and the coaches to have the conversation earlier with Helsley when he's not throwing strikes about is anything going on that conversation needed to be had like that that's my one takeaway that's my one criticism of everything that happened in the ninth inning i believe that ryan helsley was out there pitching where he did not have full feeling in his finger and he continued to do it either because he wanted to work his way through it or he didn't think it was a big deal or because the staff didn't notice what was going on. I don't even care what the reason is, but I do think that was happening. I do think he was out there pitching and he was compromised. And I don't think he was compromised in the eighth inning. I think it was something that happened in the ninth inning. Maybe it was the 
the pitching in the eighth, coming back. And, and, and But, again, we're going to go back. Dan didn't like the idea, and we've gotten a bunch of text messages about this. What is he doing? Well, you've got a guy like Helsley. Why in the world are you throwing him multiple innings? Well, either either you trust the guy or you don't. Like, if you, you're not going to... You're not going to put a guy on the postseason roster and view him as your closer if you're not going to use him the way that you're used to using him. And he is very much used a lot uh, in multiple inning situations. That's something he does. Helsley getting a two-out save is something he did. And in the past, the two-out save actually made a lot of sense with Helsley because he's somebody that they have not pitched in back-to-back days very often. So... If you know by using him, you are not going to be able to use him again the next day, well, then you might as well use him for more than one inning. Now, I don't think that completely applies to the postseason. They were going to attempt to use him in back-to-back days if they could, uh, but they, they weren't on this one. Like, he was done tomorrow no matter what. They, the decision was made. Good decision, bad decision, whatever. The decision was made when... When they went to Gallegos in the seventh inning, and I think they they went to him there because of Bryce Harper's presence in the lineup in the seventh. When they went to Gallegos in the seventh inning, they absolutely knew that Gallegos and Helsley were going to have to combine for the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, meaning each of those pitchers were going to have to get more than three outs. And the moment you make that decision on Ryan Helsley, that he is going to get more than three outs, that takes him off the board for tomorrow. It does. He's. I don't. I don't think you see Helsley get four or five outs and come back tomorrow. It's just something that I don't think you see. So, man, there's there's a lot to dig in on this. You know, the the where the infield is in uh, or where the infield is uh, played uh, there in the ninth inning. And Marmel talked about that a little bit and talked about the speed of a Gene Segura, and you're probably not going to. Uh, turn a double play on Segura anyway, so you play in. like All that makes sense to me. Like I, I'm not totally up in arms with where they were at. Segura's got good speed. That's one that a lot, a lot of people are making probably a bigger deal of where the infield is played uh, th- than I am, to be perfectly honest with you. Like I, I, I buy Marmol's explanation that they put him in that spot because of uh, the speed of a Gene Segura. It's a, it's a fun, not a fun conversation because the Cardinals just lost, but it's a really interesting conversation to me, and I think it's a good conversation to be had about all the decisions that were made. And this is the thing about the playoffs. This is why playoff baseball is so special. Every single decision has that magnifying glass upon it, and it feels something that ha- if this happens in the regular season, it's kind of a sidebar. It happens in the postseason, and it's a huge, huge storyline. Oh, yeah, by the way, what happened today has never happened before um, for the Cardinals. We had the caller earlier, Randy, who was very passionate. I disagreed with what he said, but I appreciated his phone call, and I appreciated uh, his passion. He said that he's never seen the Cardinals in the playoffs give away a ninth inning with multiple runs. And when he said that to me, my thought was, ah, it's had to happen at some point, right? Like, I, I couldn't recall anything off the top of my head, but it, it, at some point in time, it's had to have happened, right? This kind of uh, some version of this game? Nope. Before today, the Cardinals were 93-0 and when they led by multiple runs in the ninth inning in the playoffs. 93 
Hando. Hmm. That is, uh, that is something. All right, if you want to join us, again, our phone lines are open. Our text line is open. Our Twitter is open. You can call or text 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900, or tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Sports Open Line, we're continuing to look back at the Cardinals' loss today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Open Line does continue here on a Friday night. It is Friday, correct? Yes, it is Friday night. Welcome back in. You lose track of days during the uh, baseball season and certainly in the postseason as well. If you want to join us, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. That's how you call or text. You can also tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Uh, we're, we're just basically extending what we did during the extra inning show. We're taking your phone calls. We're talking through what happened today as the Cardinals end up losing to the Phillies by a 6-3 score. I thought we got a great text message here uh, from the 636. I don't see how anyone can have any issue with Palante. He had a closer in Helsley, unable to throw strikes. Palante relieves him, does exactly what he's supposed to do. He comes in and gets a bunch of ground balls, all playable, but all muffed by gold glovers. Okay, so I didn't like the decision to go to Palante. That's not the guy I would have gone to in that situation. But to the texter's point, like the, that's, that's not the reason that they lose that game. And... Um. Yeah, that's he did his job. He he got the ground balls, and some of those weren't so much muffed as they were tough plays that weren't made. The Arnado play, like you got to make that. You got to make that. You're Nolan Arnado. You got to make that one. Uh, the 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 Segura ball, like that's especially playing in. I know we're going back to that. Especially playing in, that's a, that's a tough play to make. I, I don't expect somebody to make that play. It was not going to be uh, super easy to be able to pull that off. All right, let's get back to the phone calls. By the way, uh, Benji Molina is going to join us in about ten minutes. We'll get his thoughts on uh, what went down today. But uh, we will grab Scott, who's given us a call. Hey, Scott, you're on Sports Open Line. Let's be real. When they fired Schilt and hired someone with no experience, this was going to happen. I mean, honestly, the first time he's been in a real playoff game, which you're not a Cardinal until you perform in the playoffs, he failed in the playoffs. 
How fast can we get rid of Marmol? That's the only question that should be on anybody's mind today. It's not, it's not happening. So what? Take me through. Take me through what you didn't like. So look, I think Helsley, heck of a closer, right? His his, his track record is great. But in the playoffs, in, in a three-game series, game one is everything, right? You have someone warming up in the ninth, no matter what. Marmol failed at that. He had no one warming up. Then when Helsley started walking, guys, it wasn't even close. It wasn't like these are two inches off the plate. He was burying balls in the dirt. You bring someone in. Helsley did a heck of a job all year. He did a heck of a job today, frankly. But when he was tired, he was done, you bring someone else in. And, okay. and Marmol just failed. He just failed. Whitey would have handled this. We'd be up one to nothing. Tony would have handled this. We'd be up one to nothing. He just wasn't up to the job. And I think this is part of the thing. When you hire a guy, you just want to be, when you fire Shield because he has his own opinions, and you hire someone who's essentially just a secretary to do what you say, this is what you get. And no one wants to say it, but it's the facts. Marmol was right, Scott, up I... today. Yeah, I, I appreciate the phone call. I, I, I don't agree with you. I understand where you're coming from. I guess um, something that I would be interested to see, because he is he is a first-year manager, and he, there is learning on the job that's going on. I do wonder if in the future, in these type of situations in the ninth inning, uh, if maybe he does get somebody up a little bit sooner, like if there is some learning that goes along with this. Yeah, I have a, the one big thing that I've kind of noticed from him this year, just in terms of like seeing him maybe adjust to things, I remember um, after the Yankees regular season series, like he openly spoke about how big of a series that was. And then I'm, I don't have the schedule in front of me. I think it was right after the Yankees series is when they laid an egg in that first game against Colorado. If I, I think I have my schedule right. I, I'd have to look at it. Um, but he kind of changed his tune after that because there were some other big series coming up, and all of a sudden there wasn't so much to talk about big series, but you know, just one of 162 were trying to pull in every game. And to me that felt like an adjustment from him, that maybe he felt that he put too much significance into one game, one series, that sort of thing, and you don't really do that in a 162-game season. So kind of applying – I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going out of nowhere here, but kind of applying that to this – does he look at what happened today with Helsley, and when it's a two-run game, a one-run game in the ninth inning in the playoffs, does he always have somebody up throwing in that situation just in case if it does go bad, you can move quicker? Because if you do have somebody up, then maybe you are going to your bullpen. Maybe it's after the Harper walk. Like You're not going after the Rumoto single for sure. I'm not even going after Harper. Maybe you do go after the Harper walk, but maybe it's the Castellanos walk that where to me yeah, that first sign of trouble. Maybe you're going right there because you have somebody up, but also there is a there's a cost to having somebody up. Like you, you go get somebody warm if they're all the way warm in the bullpen and they end up not being used. You do that too often, that can affect somebody for their availability the next day. So there's a lot that goes on to that. Let's grab Kirk, who's given us a call. Hey, Kirk, you're on Sports Open Line. Yeah, I completely agree with the previous caller. Uh, have you ever Googled Marmel's complete experience? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty question. familiar with his resume, yeah. Okay, you are with his college playing and then his coaching afterwards? Well, he he got the years. job because he was the bench coach, and he was very he impressed the and organization in his work as the bench coach. coach. For a couple years, okay? I mean... 
I don't know how, God's name why they picked him is beyond me. But you know, what the line you're talking about, he admitted on the post-game show tonight, just a minute ago, one of the reporters asked him, you know, normally wouldn't you get somebody up after two walks? He said, oh, yes, absolutely. Well, he sure as heck didn't. He sat right there in the pen and just lipped out at Helsley and then let him hit a batter. Before okay, so after the two – they. The, they had, they had somebody up after the two walks. They, they had Palante up at that point, and they had Flaherty up. But what? the guy said after, after two walks, wouldn't you bring somebody else in? Okay. He said, yes, absolutely. Well, he let him stay in, and he hit a batter. So I just couldn't understand what his thinking was on that. And I okay. feel flat out admitted he was wrong on the post-game show. Hi, Kirk. Appreciate the call. Uh, we're actually going to replay that uh, press conference coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. I'll listen a little bit more closely uh, to, to what he said on that. I didn't catch that. Um, I Look, this whole – there are times where people who are not completely equipped for a job get jobs, and there's sometimes where somebody's young and they're just really good at what they do and they impress people. Oliver Marmel's a really good manager. He is a really good manager. The, now, all managers make mistakes, and there's a lot of people who thought that he made a mistake tonight. And it's, I think it's a really legitimate point to say that you thought that he made a mistake tonight. I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong. Like, I, don't, I, I don't agree with you, but I understand where you get to on that point. Um, but he's, he's really good at this job. He's very good at this job, and there's a lot that goes into being a manager. We've got Benji Molina coming up. I, I want to get more into this later on because there's a lot I want to say on it, and, and bluntly, I don't have time at this very moment. So Benji Molina's going to join us, and then we'll get back into it because there's a, there's a lot of Ali Marmel slander going on right now, and I don't love it. Benji Molina joins us next at Sports Open Line on KMOX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Live. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Live on KMOX. Profundo. Jardín central izquierdo. La pelota se va. La máquina. 689. Tres carreras de un bombazo del número 5. Albert. Nothing better than a great Spanish language call. I don't speak a lick of Spanish, but I love the Spanish language calls, and the Cardinals have great broadcasters uh, on Spanish radio and Polo Sencio and Benji Molina. We're very happy to welcome uh, the latter onto the program. Benji, thanks so much for uh, taking some time with us. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys for uh, inviting me to your show. It's, it's pretty pretty cool. Let's do it, man. Yeah, let's. Uh, so we can talk a little bit about today. What was your takeaway from what happened in the ninth inning? As we saw, Helsley have such a hard time uh, throwing strikes, and a lot of discussion about all the uh, the decisions that were made in the ninth inning today. Um, you cannot um, question anybody, you know, because they've been doing this for for a while now, and it's working. It's been working too. So the only thing I gotta say is that. Um, you know, it's not it's not a, uh, criticizing anybody. Obviously, uh, they are down there. Um, the managers, the coaches, they're down there. They exactly know what's happening. Helsley came from a, a injured finger, so I thought he had probably like 15, 20 good pitches. You know, and after that, he's probably going to be all sore. 
Uh, and then, um, obviously, when Gio was pulled out, you know, the the two lefties come in or something like that, and I thought they were going to bring one of their four lefties in the bullpen, but they didn't. And it worked out. You know, Helsley came in and did the job. Uh, but then, like I told you earlier, you know, I thought he coming up from that injury finger, I knew he was going to throw 15, 20 good ones. And then after that, uh, I didn't know because, obviously, he was hurting Again, it's not a criti- criticizing anybody, but it's just that, you know, it sucks so bad for everyone, for everyone, starting with the players, starting with coaches, that you're up to nothing and you couldn't come up with the win. It's it's really painful. It's really, really harsh. I mean, they have to turn the page now and come back tomorrow like nothing happened. But everybody knows that it's uh, whoever played the game of baseball, it's going to be really, really hard to do, you know, to come back from this one. So we were told after the game by uh, Oliver Marmel that Helsley did start to lose some feeling in that finger as that ninth inning went along. How tough is it for a competitor, for a professional athlete, to recognize maybe when they're not at 100% and, and alert people of that right away as opposed to just playing through it? It is super hard. It is super hard. You don't want to be the guy who says no. You want to be there. Anytime they ask you, sometimes you pitch two days in a row, and all of a sudden they ask you, like, hey, are you good for the day? What do you think you're going to say? You know, are you going to say, no, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not pitching today. No, you're going to tell them, yes, heck yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's get this game, you know, going so I can pitch. Uh, and that's what probably was hard for him to to uh, deal with, you know, healthily deal with. Um, I, I'm i talking about outside, right? I'm talking about when he got hurt. Uh, I know he has 15, 20 good pitches. So I was thinking about having him in the ninth inning, maybe throw the 15, 20 pitches and getting out of it, right? That's what I was I was trying to talk about. And uh, when when you said that Ollie was saying that, I mean, I I could tell from up there that something was going on, and I knew it was probably the finger. How tough is it to to respond? This is a team that's responded all year long, but I mean, the they're they're up against it tomorrow. They have to win tomorrow, or their season is over. And to come off a loss like that and be in that situation, is it a challenge to turn that page and be back at it tomorrow? It is a super super challenge. It is super challenge, man. I cannot say it enough time for you guys to understand it, but it is a super challenge. It is not easy at all. It is really difficult to come back from there. Um, it is super, super hard to play tomorrow after this game. It's, it's going to be really, really, really tough. It's, it is hard and it's tough, but it's not impossible. Like you said, they have bounced back a, a bunch of times during the season, and this is not during the season. This is playoffs. It's different ball game. It is really, really hard and difficult, but it's not impossible at all with the group that we have. We have a really good group that fight and fight and fight. Uh, today was a bump, but tomorrow I bet you anything they were going to come back out there with the intensity that is needed, with the fight that is, that is going to be needed to extend this series to Sunday. What what can the veterans do? What whether it's Yachty, whether whether it's anybody else, Wainwright, Pujols, Goldschmidt, Arenado, the the leadership of this team, do they say anything to everybody else, or is it more about showing up at the ballpark tomorrow and, and acting like it's just another day inside that clubhouse? 
I think they could do a lot. I think they could pump these guys up and keep them, uh, keep them on their toes, like by talking to them, by pumping them up. Again, like I said, uh, I think they can do a lot, man. Just looking at each other, everybody in the clubhouse being pumped up from the get-go. As soon as you get to the clubhouse, let's get this thing going. Let's go to BP, you know, and, and have a good BP. But but they have the word, man. That the young guys follow the the um, the veterans. They really do follow them, and if they uh, can see an Arenado, Goldie, Yari, Wayno, Albert being pumped up and being ready to go, I bet you anything those young guys are gonna follow them. What's your uh, expectation for uh, Miles Michaelis tomorrow? All I want Michaelis to do is to have one of his games. One of his games, he's done it all year. He's got a couple, couple outings you can take out of, of the whole season. But he's been pitching great. He's been pitching awesome. He's given us innings, seven innings at times, many times, and, and a few runs, man. I, all I expect from him is to be himself and have a good game. Now the offensive side of it needs to wake up, and it's not a secret. I know the, uh, uh, you know, the Phillies, they didn't wake up. They just, um, you know, those two walks and a hit batter kind of helped them out, you know, on the way they score on that, on that inning. But um, the offensive side of the Cardinals needs to wake up, and that's it. You know, there's nothing to it. We're not here to cover to cover anything up. They need to wake up. They need to score 10 runs. Uh, and I'm just kidding, but I'm just saying they need to come out scoring runs and, and dominate these games, these two games. Benji Molina joining us. I want to finish you off with this, and, and maybe it's an uncomfortable type thing, but if they lose tomorrow, that's the end of the line for, for Yachty. And at some point, his his career is going to come to an end. But now all of a sudden, he walks into the ballpark tomorrow knowing that his career is over if they don't win. What what do you think is going through his mind? What, what's it like even for you knowing that that's the case for tomorrow? I don't, I don't think Yadi is the type of guy who's going to be thinking that. I think Yadi is the type of guy that he's going to be thinking the opposite. I'm not going home. I'm getting here to this clubhouse because we have a game uh, on Sunday, things like that. I don't think I, – I don't remember one time that Yadi could be saying something of that matter. I really do believe that he's a very positive guy. He's very hardworking, positive. He's he always looking forward when he wins. He's going to win. He's a winner. And things like that. That's what I think Yadi's thinking right now. He, I don't think for one second Yadi's thinking that's his last game. But if it happens, I'm sure he will think about it, obviously, if it happens. But before the game, I doubt that 100% Yadi's thinking about winning that game, and that's it. Pidgey Molina is the analyst on the Cardinal Spanish language radio broadcast. He and Polo Sencio do just a fantastic job. I love. Uh, ben Boyd will send us uh, clips from you guys, and I just I, I can't get enough of it. I love it. Polo does great. You, you're it's so much fun. And again, I don't speak Spanish. It doesn't matter the the excitement and the fun and the energy that you guys bring to those broadcasts. It 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 breaks through any language barrier. So it's great stuff. Benji, thank you so much for your time. Um, no, thank you, thank you. We have fun, man. We have fun. I wish you guys could understand what we're doing and what we're doing up there because the only thing I can say is like we do have fun. We have fun up there. When when Yepes hit that home run, uh, we almost jump out of the window trying to talk, uh, trying to say hi to him at home plate. So <laughs> we do, we really do have fun out there. Um, don't these guys, uh, Oliver Marmol, 
and the coaching staff, even the players, they have done a great job all year. All year they gave us a lot of electricity, a lot of good plays, a lot of magical moments. Um, it's, you know, don't don't doubt these guys. These guys have done it all year. So these guys are going to come back, and they're going to come back positive, and they're going to come back with the fight needed to have a Sunday game. All right, Ben. Great stuff. Thank you so much for your time. You got it, buddy. Thank you. You bet. There's uh, Benji Molina joining us, one half of the Spanish-language radio broadcast for the Cardinals. They really, really do a great job. All right, we'll get back to your phone calls, phone calls, text messages, tweets. We're talking to you about today's game, 314-436-7900, 314-436-7900. We will uh, continue on with Sports Open Line after this here on KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue on a Friday night, continuing to look back at what happened. Cardinals blowing a multiple run lead in the ninth inning in extra inning or a ninth inning in a playoff game for the first time ever. They were 93 and 0 in games they led by multiple runs in the ninth inning in the playoffs before today. A really really tough loss. They're down 1-0 and they are facing elimination tomorrow. They have to win tomorrow to force a Game 3 on Sunday, which they would then have to win to then head to Atlanta and get into the NLDS. 314-436-7900, that's the number to call or text. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. We've got you for another hour and eight minutes, taking you all the way until 8 o'clock this evening. Let's go ahead and uh, get back to the phones. Terry has given us a call. Hey, Terry, you're on Sports Open Line. Uh, yeah, there was an earlier caller that was talking about Ali Marmo, and he said that White, if we had Whitey, we'd be up one nothing. But we all like Whitey Herzog; he's everybody's favorite manager. But let's be let's be fair about this. Whitey had a huge advantage by having Bruce Suter out in that bullpen. I mean, he could leave his starter out there for a six and a third, and bring Suter in. And he'd throw the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, and then he could do that again the next night. He did that in the World Series in 82 and the playoffs. I mean, there's a big difference between Bruce Souter and Ryan Helsley. If Helsley was used like Bruce Souter, he'd be on the disabled list within a couple of weeks. Yeah, Terry, I appreciate it. I think most pitchers would be, to be, to be perfectly blunt, he, Okay, so I, again, I, I hope this doesn't come across as anything negative about Whitey Herzog or Tony LaRusso or any other manager in the history of the organization. The game changes. Like, the game just changes. Guys are throwing harder. Guys are being used differently. There's, there's a certain contingent of fans who, like, they, they romanticize what they used to see in baseball and then try to apply that to today's game, and it... It just doesn't work. It doesn't. Like, the, the game is different, and guys, you can't do the same thing, and, and you know more information. Like, it's just different. And, you know, one of the things that Oliver Marmel is really, really, really good at is the way he builds that clubhouse and the chemistry that exists and the communication and, and being able to relate to today's professional athlete. Like, all of that stuff matters in sports today where I would argue that it did not matter in sports quite as much before. we got about two minutes left here in this hour. Let's grab one more call before we break for the top of the hour news. Scott has given us a call. Hey, Scott, I've just – actually, I think we've already talked – no, another Scott. Scott, you're on uh, the uh, on Sports Open Line. Yeah, hey. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come from a different angle on this. And my problem is 
the way managers manage pitching today. Now, when, when our starter was only at, what was he, 75 pitches and a two-hitter going, why take him out? That just made no sense to me. And then Galagos came in and was pitching brilliantly. But managers today, they want to go with their eighth-inning guy always and then their closer always, and they live and die by that. Why not keep our starter going? Why not keep Galagos going? That's that's my issue. What what can you talk about with that? Yes, yeah, Scott, I appreciate. It. I think a lot of times it's you'd rather take a pitcher out too early than take a pitcher out too late. That's that's the thing there. And there's a lot of statistical information out there when it comes to facing a lineup for a third time and you can look into righty lefty splits. Like there's there's just all kinds of data, all kinds of information out there that's helping managers to guide these decisions. So, yes, could could have Jose Quintana gotten another couple outs in the sixth inning? Maybe, maybe. But what if Jose Quintana on the next batter gives up a home run and all of a sudden the Phillies have a one nothing lead and you're thinking, well, you know what, there were, there, were, there were some signs there, third time through the order, maybe that would have been a good time to actually go to the bullpen. So I think I think what you're – and there's just the, – the, the challenge with this is we never know the other side of it, right? We never know the other side of it. If if you leave a pitcher in too long, well, you know because you watched a pitcher give up runs. If you take a pitcher out too early or if you take a pitcher out at the exact right moment, it looks the same. There's no way to know. So I think today's managers, by using data based upon what you could potentially expect to happen when you're getting into a risk zone, they try to get pitchers out of games before – they get into trouble. That would be my very simple answer to that. A lot more coming up. One more hour to go. It is Sports Open Line. Don't go anywhere. We are back with you immediately following the 7 o'clock news as we continue to go through everything that happened today between the Cardinals and Phillies right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.